Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pass for Thielen is intercepted. It's Jair Alexander who had the safety a moment ago. And he comes up with the interception. The turnover before the half was absolutely huge for Jair to make that play and then for us to turn around and execute on offense. I mean, that was that was big time. That really changed the momentum in the game. I, th- I think it had a big impact on the outcome of the game. But, you know, when we're up on somebody, we have got to – we can't relax, not for one second, especially in this league. Every week around the league, you see teams battle back and – you know, once that momentum starts going one way, it's hard to it's hard to stop it. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network, and uh, also the Huddle last night. Brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. We had a great time with this guy, Mike Clemens, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, and Mike. Uh, I still say that uh, the one thing that's going to defeat the Packers on Sunday is if they just simply overlook Minnesota. If they play their game, they can beat Minnesota. Minnesota's banged up. they got a lot of things going on. But as long as the Packers don't look forward to Thursday night against San Francisco, I think they're going to win this game. It's possible that um, maybe they, they could have some breakdowns on defense because Kirk Cousins has got some weapons over there, man. Yeah, he does. And uh, and it would, you know, would keep them in the game. Now, their three young corners are, are banged up, and so that's been difficult for them. And they're, and this this team, this Vikings team, is coming back from a bye. They're one and five. They've had a rough schedule. They lost to the Packers week one, 43 to 34. 43 points by Aaron Rodgers and those guys up at U.S. Bank Stadium. Most points ever scored on Mike Zimmer while he's been the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And, of course, that was a big day for Devontae Adams up there and Aaron Jones and everybody else in there. Packers had some tough uh, tough injuries. You know, Kenny Clark left the game with that groin injury that pretty much took him out of the month of September. Jair Alexander, though, remember he got that safety, kind of a momentum mm-hmm. swing, and uh, he got that pick just before the half, too. So that's what you'd like to see of this Packers defense because they've only had like a total of three turnovers. They're, you know, they're, they're behind. But the, the Vikings, uh, they've had all these injuries. They're down like minus seven in turnovers. Um, uh, you know, or plus seven. You know, they're 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 on the wrong side of the turnover ratio. And Andre Patterson is their defensive line coach. Now he's been there pretty much. Through, he's this guy's been coaching for thirty years. And you know, you're not going to have Daniel Hunter, who you know left now with neck surgery. Mike Zimmer during training camp, it's like, well, where's Daniel Hunter? And he said, well, he, he tweaked his neck. 
So the media has given him a, a bunch of business about that. I was like, you know, the guy had a herniated disc, and you call that a tweak? And Zimmer got pretty angry yesterday at the Vikings media about that because, look, the guy went home, went to bed during training camp, came in the next day and said, I've got kind of a sore neck. So that's all we knew. We, we thought maybe he'd slept on it funny. And it wasn't until they had MRIs that they found out he had a herniated disc and he was already then into the hospital. I think he finally had the surgery within the last week or so. But, mm-hmm. you know, the story on that was that, uh, um, you know, they had to go through training camp tapes to figure out how did he hurt himself. It was kind of a mystery. But Andre Patterson has been there with, with when they had a great defensive line, you know, like Everson Griffin, who's now has gone from the Cowboys to the Lions. And he talked about, look, with these young guys we've got in the defensive line replacing them, it's going to take time to rebuild that Vikings defensive line. Yeah, it's you know that's what you do as a coach, and you know I, I just go back and I say all the time, you know, people forget that it took it was a process for Everson Griffin to become a multiple Pro Bowl player. He didn't walk on the field here and, and do that. You know, he hadn't started a game until we got here. He had already been in, a Viking for three or four years. You know, Linville Joseph was a good player with the Giants. He developed into a great player here. You know, uh, Daniil Hunter didn't walk on the field as a rookie and become a multiple Pro Bowl player. You know, it took him a year and a half to develop to be a starter. I'm just talking about my room. Eric Kendricks is a total different player today than when he came here from UCLA. Same thing with Anthony Barr. You know, when you take pride as an organization in developing players, you know, you, you enjoy being able to be the mad scientist and get your hands on these guys and try to get them to improve and get better. The difference now is, you know, we're doing it at a lot of different positions and not just one or two before. So, Bill, that's Andre Patterson, defensive line and co-defensive coordinator of the Vikings. And we know that Mike Zimmer is a defensive coach, you know, to begin uh-huh. with. He has to share the stage with his boss's son. 30-something Adam Zimmer, he's also been named the co-defensive coordinator. And he's got to split the press conferences with the coach's kid who has to talk about the fact that, you know, they're they're saying they haven't been able to keep three of these rookie DBs. You know, they got rid of Xavier Rhodes and Trey Waynes and all that um, because of injury. It's Adam Zimmer. Well, that's just the nature of the NFL, especially in a year like this. Um, We have to... uh, you know, prepare everybody to, to play because you never know what's going to happen. And um, we're, those young guys are doing a good job of learning, and, and, and Durante's doing a, the best job he can of, of, of teaching them the system and getting them in the right technique and the right fundamentals. But uh, whoever goes out there, we gotta, we got to play, and we got to uh, do, be- do the right thing to get them to play their best. I, uh, Mike, I, 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 first of all, I wanted to make a mention of this, that Dalvin Cook has now shown up as questionable on the injury report with after the they said injury. he was yeah what they said he was pretty much good to go and we just heard from Paul Allen saying he was back but now he comes up as questionable maybe he tweaks something today yeah and now these guys are coming back from their bye week and Kirk Cousins spent his bye week looking at his pathetic tape so far this season because the man has thrown six he's got Adam Thielen and he's got you know Justin Jefferson the the fantastic rookie that they drafted. And uh, he spent he spent his bye week looking at his six touchdowns and six interceptions for the year so far, three of them in the most recent loss to the Falcons, and he reviewed that over the bye week. Yeah, you know every interception is a little different, so you go back and look at each one and say, you know, why was that the case on this one? And certainly, the first one against Atlanta, um, I would say 
you know, I got too locked in on, on uh, Justin and, and didn't need to force it. But, um, uh, you know, I wouldn't say many of the others were, were predetermining. Um, and a lot of them, you, you shrug your shoulders, too, and you say Hail Marys are unfortunate, uh, tip passes are unfortunate, um, you know, and so you have to kind of look at each one as, as its own entity. And, um, and some of them, there's not a lot you control, and some of them you can control entirely. And you just study each one very critically and, and take what you can from, from each of them as individual plays. Yeah, you mentioned he's got some weapons. I mean, when you look at, obviously, Adam Thielen, we'll see if Dalvin Cook could play. Kyle Rudolph is solid. And then the rookie who we were just talking about, Justin Jefferson, he didn't get but just a couple of catches in the first game, but he has really come on. He has. And, yes, yes, fans, he was on the board. Green Bay could have taken him instead of Jordan Love. But, you know, his last game he had nine catches for 166 yards and two touchdowns. He's named the NFL Rookie of the Week. And so he's asked, how is he preparing? He's probably going to get matched up with Jair Alexander. Um, I mean, we've been looking at a lot of film. I've uh, been watching a lot of games and uh, just trying to pick the little things that they do. Um, just trying to see what type of corner is Jair Alexander and uh, just trying to see what everybody's roles are on the defense. That's what we've been looking at and that's where we're trying to attack. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, he's a kid that I think is, is really one of those up-and-comers, and as you had said, uh, he was on the board, which every time he makes a catch and every time I see him, <laughs> every time I see him make a big catch for the Vikings, it just, ugh, it's like a, it's like a kick to the solar plexus, you know? So Mike Zimmer, Bill, has still got some studs like Harrison Smith. That's just one of the finest players I've ever interviewed and, and you know, watched the, the Packers play against. Um, uh, Eric Kendricks, the big uh, linebacker, is outstanding. But I asked Mike Zimmer this, uh, you know, about the, what's different about this LaFleur offense is guys like Jamal Williams coming out for passes. Coach, how much different does this Packers offense with Aaron Rodgers look with him thrown to running backs like Jamal Williams? And what kinds of adjustments does your defense need to make with that change in their offense? Yeah, but, you know, it's um... – surprising that these the running backs can run the routes that that, that they're able to run uh you know uh, out and ups with stops on them they run uh you know wheels out of the backfield that catches the ball well to go outside and catch the ball like a right, wide receiver on on slants and goes and it looks like rogers has a, a really good belief in in these guys when they go out there and catch the ball in space but you know he puts the ball in such great places for them and I don't want to disrespect any other quarterbacks, but this guy's the best, the best in the business. I don't, you know, in my opinion, you know, I watch him every day. The things he can do with his legs, the way he manipulates the defense with uh, his checks and his. You guys might ask the smartest questions of any group that I've ever had on a Wednesday or whatever day it is. There you go. <laughs> well, tell that that's, to Rogers. Tell that that's to Rogers. Serious. He, thinks, he thinks we're idiots. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I like that. Well, I think our guys are idiots too. <laughs> there you Except go. Courtney, lo- she's good. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing after that. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Mike Zimmer giving a little props and shout out to the uh, Wisconsin media and those that cover the Green Bay Packers. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Mike Clemens, our NFL insider, our Green and Gold insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, and uh, we're going to come back with him momentarily. Our, don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. If you're looking for something to eat tonight, they got to heat it, heat it and eat it. It's good stuff. It's just like mom make meals where they prepare them in the morning and they get them on the trucks. They get them out to the stores. You go grab one tonight. If you want to watch a game, you're just going to hunker down. And maybe even tomorrow night while you're sitting there waiting for the trick 
trick-or-treaters or something, if you have trick-or-treating at all, and uh, just to go ahead and, and, and it's just like mom used to make, you know, fettuccine alfredo with chicken, you got pork, you got turkey, got all kinds of good stuff, stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy, so many good things coming from our friends at Quick Trip, and that's just to name a few. So stop into your local Quick Trip, use that Quick Rewards card, start earning some cash back at the pump or just cash back in general, and don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they've got you covered. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. They had Seattle. They lost to him by one point, and in my opinion, should have won the game. Same with the Tennessee Titans. They lost to him by one point. Those are two teams that have lost one game apiece. So if you don't get ready to play each and every week in this league, you're going to get whipped. Those are the words of Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Mike Clemens, NFL Serious Radio, joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We know the cold air is going to start a-blowing very, very soon, if it hasn't already in your area. And don't forget, they've got some good deals coming up. Uh, superior product, Pella Windows and Doors are, and uh, their sales consultants, they're ready. They're ready to get into your home, do it CDC guideline safe, and be able to measure, manufacture, install, which they install year-round. Uh, but what you may not know is that there's thousands of people who choose Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right here at the initial appointment. So right now, through November 30th, Pella uh, of Wisconsin, making it even easier to say yes right away with 5% same-day offers, same-day savings at your initial consultation. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years, plus the 5% bonus savings. Go to PellaWI.com. Schedule that free, free consultation. Go to PellaWI.com or stop into the showroom. The amazing Experience Center in Brookfield, Green Bay, and now in Madison. And discover just how easy it can be to say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So, Mike, uh, a big matchup, obviously, coming up this weekend. And the Packers looking to uh, – the amazing thing is, and you and I were talking about this last night, Matt LaFleur is yet to lose in the division. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, yeah, that was a killer fact you pulled out last night, a reminder – that if he wins this one, that's nine, nine and zero in his own division. I mean, that's yeah. that's an epic historical start in the NFL. Now, the loss that they had against the Buccaneers, everybody remembers Devonte Adams in that uh, was it second quarter, the down and out to the left hand side, and a kid named Neil, a safety for the Bucks, jumps the route, gets the pick, pick six, like the only the third or fourth pick six in the career of Aaron Rodgers. And the kid told us uh, in Tampa after the game, yeah, I completely read that route because I knew what the formation was. And you're like, oh, wow. I mean, you know, have teams got this LaFleur offense already figured out? And when we asked Devontae Adams, he said, yeah, you know, sometimes defensive backs make that stuff up. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that, no, no, that's no, no, more wait, so. Just a sec, just a sec, uh, just a sec. And so this week I said to Devontae, that might be true about the kid down in Tampa. But, I mean, come on. You know, Mike Zimmer is a great defensive coordinator. You're up against Harrison Smith. So I said, Devontae, there's got to be ways that you have to disguise your routes when you're facing a division foe, a team you face two, sometimes three times a year like the Vikings, and a guy like Harrison Smith. Yeah, I mean, but that's that that's more so uh, geared for, you know, the, the people that scheme this up, you know, Matt and, uh, and Coach Hackett and all them, so. They have to worry about that. I, my job is to make everything look the same until it's not. So at the end of the day, playing wideout is about presentation. So, um, you know, it's not necessarily, hey, I got to make this look like whatever. They scheme that part up and then 
if they want to marry that play up with something that we ran before, then that's that's that part's on them. My my job is to make sure that that um, you know my initial stem looked exactly like the the first play that we ran, and then from there, um, you know, a guy can see something and, and and get tips and all that. But at the end of the day, if I really make it look like I need to get outside, um, he's going to go outside. So at the end of the day, it's about how you run the route and and just being clean. By the way, Mike, uh, we just got official word that uh, and the breaking news is Aaron Jones ruled out for the game this weekend. So he uh-huh. will not be playing this weekend. So it's going to be back to Jamal Williams and uh, A.J. Dillon. Yeah, okay. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, Aaron Rodgers asked about, okay, so how can the Packers prevent Devontae Adams from being double teamed by the Vikings secondary? Much like we had to do for years with Jordy. You know, you got to move them around. You know, you can't just uh, have them stuck on one side or one spot. It makes it a little bit easier to, to double and to give help to. Devontae is such a versatile guy. We can put him on either side, you know, any position in the slot like we like we have been doing, like we did last week. You know, I think that's what makes it most difficult is to be able to keep up with the various formations that we have. Um, you know, he had a big one in, in uh, week one that was not, you know, the focus. It wasn't like we came in on that Wednesday or – Monday or Tuesday and said, we're going to throw Devontae 15 targets, just like it wasn't on Sunday either. It was more just a product of, you know, a third downs with a lot of man coverage. He had the opportunities. He had some one-on-ones and he made some great plays. I, uh, Mike, uh, when we were talking last night about this team going into this contest and Aaron Rodgers talking about his weaponry and who he has around him and, and such, I, I really like the fact that Devontae, has not only still got the targets, but they're having success. And it's amazing when he has the success and when Aaron Rodgers is able to hit him consistently that all of a sudden all of the, uh, shall we say, the, the noise on the outside suddenly goes away. You know what I mean? Yeah, and those two are on the same page like Aaron and Jordy were. So, yeah. now that's his go-to guy. Um, how much how, how much better, Mike, and I don't know, and I, I don't mean to interrupt, but when you talk about the safeties and you talk about the corners, how much better has Jair Alexander and Adrian Amos and those guys gotten because of playing against Aaron Rodgers and such? Every day, practice? right, yeah. yeah. And going against Devontae Adams as well or keeping up with the speed of uh, MVS. You're not going to face anybody else faster this year than MVS You know, going for the deep ball. But this Justin Jefferson kid now, He's come on. He's come on early, and, and you know, he's taken over. He's, he's surpassed Diggs and maybe even Adam Thielen. He reminds me, really, of, you know, a young Greg Jennings, just, like, ready to go as a rookie. So you talk to Adrian Amos, the, the veteran safety, and this is what I love about a, a veteran like Amos, because he lets you know, I ain't just watching NFL tape. I want to see who's coming up. He, you know, he was watching this kid in college. And, and preparing for a lot of passes to be thrown toward number 18, Justin Jefferson. I like them coming out of college, and now they're they just giving them the ball more, um, giving them opportunities to make plays. So, and, um, you know, he, he's been making them. So Delvin Cook questionable with the groin injury, but you know that he's popped one for 50 yards and for 75 yards at Lambeau Field last year against these Packers. So you ask the safety, the last man back there in the line of defense, um, do you have like a game plan to deal with a running back like Delvin Cook? I don't think we uh, game plan um, any differently. You just know, you know the levels of backs, but they have a good couple backs. So um, no, either way, it's going to be a test to stop the run because they have a, a few backs that can get out there and um, get to the second level quick. And then that then it comes to your defensive line, whether or not the Smith brothers are there to 
you know, hold the edges on this guy, whether Kenny Clark up at nose tackle can stop him. And so Kenny Clark was, was asked about, you know, you and your coach, Jerry Montgomery, defensive line coach, what, what do you guys see that you have to do in, in terms of stopping Delvin Cook? He's a great all-around back on catching out of the backfield. You get out of your gap on the backside. He knows to plant a foot and, uh, and expose that. Uh, so we got to make sure, you know, we gap sound. Uh, we playing extended and we getting our blocks. He's one of the top backs in the league. He has the home run speed. You know, we played him lots of times. So we know we got to be on our toes when, we, when he gets in there. And Alexander Madison's nothing to sneeze at either. You know, the backup to Cook. I mean, he's, he's pretty good as well. And so it was in this first game, Bill, the win over the Vikings week one up in Minneapolis. When Jair gets that Alex, Jair Alexander gets that pick, but you see Kenny Clark go down with a groin injury, and when you do what this guy does for a living, in the trenches trying to take off, you know, pick up two offensive linemen, it's pretty hard to do that with a groin injury. And so we asked Kenny about what would the rehab was like with that groin injury that pretty much took him out of the month of September. Is he 100% now? It was really hard at first just to trust my, my groin, being able to plan off of it and do everything I wanted to do. Um, I had practice and all that kind of stuff. But in game situations, it's just a lot different. Um, just the certain positions that we get put in and certain things that you want to do in the game that, you know, I, I didn't feel too comfortable of doing. But uh, each and every day I'm getting better and the pain is going away more and, and I'm just getting the hang of it and I'm controlling it. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Final segment with Mike Clemens, our Greeny Gold Insider. That is coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Blair Walsh from 27 yards left hash. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. Now he fires over the middle. Snap good. Spot down. Walsh's kick is up. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. And it is no good. He missed it. Are you kidding me? He's all by himself, fires into the end zone, caught, touchdown, no! It was intercepted by Tracy Porter, near side to the 40, and John Sullivan runs him down at the 47-yard line. No! The season can't end like that, he missed it left. No! You've got to be kidding me, I can't believe what I just saw. No! And the Seattle Seahawks are off to Charlotte. Why do you even ponder passing? Blair Walsh missed a 27-yard field goal. I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. No! This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. No! There you go. How are we looking? By the way, uh, some bad news on the Packers front after that uh, jovial interlude. Uh, Kevin King also ruled out of this weekend's contest. So no Aaron Jones, no Kevin King against the Vikings this coming Sunday at Lambeau Field. Mike Clemens, our Green Gold Insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Always love that, Mike. Uh, it's fun to listen to Paul. It's great, you know, when he's on your show, too, and we're up in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, also, in terms of uh, this weekend's game now, Mason Crosby did a little bit of kicking. He tweaked a calf muscle and his back in the game against the Texans, but that's still up in the air whether or not he's going to go, J.K. Scott the punter might kick, or they bring in this Nick Vogel. Vikings had a story this morning that one of the linebackers, unnamed, has tested positive for COVID, but Matt LaFleur just said, uh, listen, we're, we trust what the league is saying. They're saying that that player's been isolated, and so uh, we're not concerned about it. So let me ask you this big unit. Where yeah. were you on Sunday, September, no, Monday, September 8th, 2008. Where were you? 
I was probably sitting at Lambeau Field. That's right. It was a Monday night football game. I mean, I have to look this stuff up. This is just crazy. Because Aaron Rodgers was asked, do you remember your first start uh, after Brett left against the Vikings? And he, he re- oh, yeah, September 8th, 2008, yeah, I think we beat him 24-19 at Lambeau Monday night football. Listen to Aaron Rodgers' recall off, just, you know, snap. You just ask him a date in his career and listen to the recall. Well, I don't, I don't feel like I felt settled until I hit Greg on that, you know, deep corner post in the beginning of the second quarter, I believe it was. They had a really good team. If you remember, their front was, uh, I believe it was Jared Allen, Ray Edwards, and the Williams brothers, Pat and Kevin. E.J. Henderson was a backer. I believe Ben Lieber was was a backer. Chad, I believe, was still there. Uh, was a young player. They were talking a lot of trash. I remember that. I remember being amazed, and actually that helped settle me down a little bit with just all the trash that, uh, especially Jared and Ray and E.J., I would say, were, were talking um, I think I said it uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we've had, you're just talking about the Lions, you know, Lions have always been kind of the most contentious rival, I feel like, but the Vikings have, have often been the biggest trash, trash talkers back and forth, especially back in, I mean, it's, it's not that much anymore. It really isn't back in those times in the late, you know, uh, first decade of the two thousands, uh, it was a lot of fun, and they were great. You know, on the back end, uh, they had, you know, Winfield, who was so talented, and Cedric Griffin on the other side for so many years. It was a tough defense, but it wasn't really till that throw to Greg that I felt, I think, probably really settled in. I felt good all day, and I felt good in training camp. Obviously, it was an up-and-down training camp in 2008 with everything that was going on outside of the, you know, of the, of the field, I guess. But uh, Greg made that amazing catch, and then I hit that, you know, silly – footed throw to Corey and he made a great catch on that one and uh you know felt pretty good about uh the way I played that night uh wasn't you know super clean game by any means but but I took care of the football and and uh you know made some plays man he's got an unbelievable recollection uh, without a doubt so Mike uh this weekend like I said I think the only thing that can keep the Packers from winning is if maybe a turnover or two or something to that effect I know it's going to be really windy too right yeah, it is. 40-mile-an-hour winds we're talking about. Maybe there's a lot of running game, although Aaron Rodgers has said, wind doesn't bother me. It's, it's, it's the mix of the wind and the rain, and that they're not talking about precipitation for Lambeau Field. Which is good news, uh, without a doubt. Hey, uh, you got a prediction for this one? Yeah, I'll, I'll say Green Bay can get, put 30 points up on these guys and control the game. Yeah, I'll, I'll say 30-24, to 24, no problem. 30-24, that's, uh, that's what Mike said. Mike, good stuff as always, and we will talk again soon, okay? Talk to you in the post-game show, Bill. All right, buddy, talk to you soon. There you go. And uh, that is Mike Clemens rounding it out for our, our week of coverage, getting you ready for the Packers and the Vikings. Short turnaround next week. Don't forget, I want to remind you, coming up immediately following Green Bay and Minnesota this Sunday, it is the Green and Gold post-game show. And all you got to do, is uh, whatever you're going to do for the game, whether it's watch it, listen to it, whatever, then flip over. Gary Ellerson and I, the former Packer and Badger running back, we begin to break it down. We give you our analysis and talk about the game. We take your phone calls, take your tweets, take your emails, and your reaction to uh, what happens in this one. And I guess the question is, will the Packers and Matt LaFleur remain undefeated over the last year and a half versus the NFC North? So looking forward to it. All right, that does it. Boy, this uh, this Friday flew by. That does it. 
Hopefully you enjoy your spooktacular weekend uh, tonight, tomorrow. Stay safe, but get out and enjoy yourself if you can. And uh, we will talk again on Sunday and back at it again on Monday. Until then, time for us to go. Have a going. See you. In Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.